Why, hello everyone out there. Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler, in the same room for the first time in a couple months? Two months, probably. Yeah. You're, you're actually alongside of me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. We can I mean, do it this way again. I'm excited for this. Not excited about the weather. No. Not excited about sports at all. Don't ask me. Sports can go fuck itself right now. You don't like sports. Why don't you like sports? All my teams are bad. I'll leave it at that. Okay. What about your fantasy football team? You're in. Yes, I'm in. Second place. Yeah. I I guess that was clinched already, but... Uh, yeah. You're going in with a loss, though. Yeah, walking in backwards a bit. <laughs> Doing a little moonwalk. I, was, I had an experimental lineup in. I was okay. experimenting with Sam Darnold. Mm. The Jets. Yeah. If I started Deshaun Watkins instead of... Uh, Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, I would have won. Yeah, yeah. Deshaun's balling. Yeah, he is balling right at the uh, at a good time in the season for me, and probably for the Texans who are fighting for playoff position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I actually didn't even look until today of like who made it. Kind yeah, surprising. Keith made it. Yeah, Keith. <laughs> Keith squeaking time. in, squeaking in yeah. even with a loss. I, I was looking at the scores on Sunday, and I was like, wow. All three of the people in our league that need to, like, you win, you're in, maybe. Yeah. And they were all fucking losing at the time that I looked. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Come on. This is going <laughs> to be crazy, but then, yeah. then some things kind of change. But, yeah, I didn't make it. Nope. Five and six record. Yeah. I'm just happy that I scored a respectable amount of points this week. I think I scored 56 and then 65 or something like that. And this week I scored 94. So I'm okay with that. I'm pleased. All right. I mean, I consider any week that I score 100 under 100 points a failure. So I've been having yeah. a rough time of it. Yeah. I mean, to win most of the time, you got to score way over 100. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Fancy football. Yeah. Actual football, though. It's just real quick. I think there's some exciting shit going on. You know, in terms of playoff position, yeah, there's yeah, some the, pretty good games happening yeah. stuff. That Seahawks-Vikings game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I wish the fucking Ravens-Niners game was on around mm-hmm. here. But, yeah. You know, if you don't have NFL, what is it, Red Zone? Uh, Pass, whatever it is. I think it... Mm, something like that. Is it season ticket or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, that's good, but there's like five teams at the top tied at 10-2. and two. So, who knows? Mm-hmm. The Patriots getting their asses stomped. Yeah, that's that was, always that nice. Was satisfying. To I see like. I always like once. watching Tom Brady get sacked. Yeah, yeah. And that happened, yeah. and it made me happy. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of fun stuff. Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? How about them, how about Dude. the NS, the NFC East oh, though? <laughs> what, a, what a trash fire! I cannot believe the Eagles lost to the fucking Dolphins. I can. And blew like a 21 point lead or something like that. Like, oh my God. I can totally believe it. Like, they have the easiest schedule left in the whole NFL and they're going to fucking blow it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, video games, Tyler. I am going to have to think if I've played anything worth talking about. (laughs) Uh, Do you have anything? 
I literally played exactly what I did last week. So I played a little bit more Pokemon, uh, which is fun, but uh, played a lot more Borderlands 3 again. I have three story missions left. I want to finish that puppy this weekend. I'm excited. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the game. I just think it's a little long in the tooth at this point, only because I just don't give a flying fuck about the story, really, like I did in 2. Uh, you know, by the end of 2, I was still interested in what's going on. This, I just hate the villains, but had some cool boss fights, cool missions, seen some really cool, just some of the artwork in uh, in this game is some of the best Gearbox has ever done with this series. There's some absolutely stunning locations, which is always exciting to see. So seeing some really cool stuff there, meeting some, I just met an interesting character um, that I hope is cool. We'll see where that goes. Um, also just got some fucking just getting baller weapons. I love it, man. Just lighting fools up left and right. feels good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. So I'll probably have a little bit more to say, uh, on Borderlands three next week. All right. Cause like I said, I, I plan on just barreling through it at some point this weekend, finishing the last, last three story missions. Mm. So, all right. Otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not playing I too mean, much. I'm trying to finish Borderlands, and then I want to play as much of Star Wars and the Outer Worlds as possible before we do game mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, I that's I have stuff was. lined up that I'm going to be playing over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but uh, as far yeah. as what I played since last week's show, uh, I played some of that Halo Reach on the Master Chief Collection. I had to download that. Played that on the PC. Is it good? It's pretty good. They didn't do too much to touch it up, but I mean, it's not that old of a game. No, I I did I hardly played Halo Reach online mm. back when it launched. Yeah, I I don't remember much about their online stuff. Yeah, because I knew they had the firefight thing, which was their horde mode, mm. and then yeah, I don't remember much from the other PvP stuff. Yeah, yeah, it kind of came out at a time where I was like, was that the one where they did loadouts? Yes. Me? No. Four. Halo okay. Four. They did loadouts. I remember. Mm. Um, I think no. Three is when they introduced like equipment, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you had like the bubble shield and shit like that. Yeah, forget. I think but, there was. And they 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 have armor abilities, which is why I was curious. Yeah, I think think the armor abilities was new for Reach. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, it just came out at a time where I wasn't playing a ton of video games, mm-hmm. and then I think I played it late. So I didn't just play. I didn't play a lot of the uh, multiplayer in that game. Story's neat though. Yeah, I think story it goes some places. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like first contact kind of stuff with uh with the Covenant. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Halo and a Microsoft thing, but we're talking about it because you know Halo is important to video games. It is. Yeah. And you know, going back and playing an old first-person shooter. Makes me grateful for some of the steps we've made. Yeah, going forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Halo still has that feel, even with the old school games. Of like, it still is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is some 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 of the ways they handle <laughs> difficulty are yeah very. Hmm, they shovel uh, <laughs> shields and HP to uh, to the enemies. Yeah, that the 
that's pretty much how they handle difficulty and then mm-hmm. make you take a lot more damage. Yeah. Which is a very old school way of handling difficulty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Halo. I played some more Dirt Rally. Yeah. How's that? It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a night course. Oh, and my shit. headlights were out. Uh oh. And I was going by moonlight for about three and a half miles. Whoa. Why and was your headlights out? Did you hit something? I hit something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leave those details it's, out. It's all right. I, I mean, it's, it was my first foray into some rear wheel drive vehicles, and they, the back end of those, get out really quick. Mm-hmm. And I ran out of restarts. And for this uh, for this event, so yeah, I was going, I was going pretty slow through that last last sector, mm-hmm. uh, and then there were segments of that that were under tree cover, so I didn't get any of the moonlight. So I was driving, basically only able to see maybe two or three feet in front of my car. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Did you win? Mm, no i mean i don't win very often in dirt rally it's hard to do i mean i win some sectors like i i post best sector times Mm -hmm. but like it's hard to put together a consistent performance throughout an entire rally event right that game's really good it is very hard but it's good i like it i like it a lot uh man i mean i of course, I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV. I've been leveling my uh, gathering classes, doing all my gathering qu- uh, class quests and all that stuff. I'm up to 60. What do you gather? Uh, and uh, fishermen. Okay. So, like, logging, getting some uh, quarrying stuff done. You know, gathering resources for crafting. There you go. Uh, some of, they've introduced some mechanics where there are resource nodes that only appear at certain in-game times, which is sometimes frustrating, uh, because you'll miss it by, like, a minute, and then you have to wait until the in-game time loops back around, Mm -hmm. and it's about figuring out what you're gonna do in between that. For me, I just pop up Pokemon and wait for the time to swing around. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. Uh, doing weekly raids, uh, so I get my weekly drop for uh, for the near raid. Trying to get geared up. I haven't done any of the S tier raids yet. I've watched some fight mechanics, and a lot of that seems wild and needs some coordination. And I need to get a group together to do them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I looking forward to doing more near. I think there's an update going live pretty soon or if it did maybe this week 1.5 Jesus wow it's a lot of numbers for an update Uh, but yeah Final Fantasy 14 has sucked a lot of time out of other games for me (laughs) because it's an MMO and that's what they do Yeah, there's plenty to do in those games there's a whole section of the game called Eureka, which is basically another. It's basically a more old school version of of an MMO, 
it's basically like Final Fantasy 11 a little bit which was their previous MMO mm-hmm. and there's just a whole segment of the game that I haven't even touched that is apparently huge wow interesting and you'll get additional things out of that yeah uh, but most of that is they keep updating this segment of the game so it's more more progression to go through that stuff okay um but yeah apparently you need to be very committed to do that kind of stuff because yeah. it, it there's a lot of strange ways that you have to pop events in that that require uh just some research and time commitment gotcha uh, cool yeah but video games tyler there i've i've got a few things in the queue also I've got that Rocket League update that now they've, they've uh, ripped out their microtransactions. Well, the loot boxes. They okay. have a storefront now with cosmetics. Uh, I've got an Apex update going that I'm going to play. i got the No Man's Sky update going. I've got games to play. Yeah. And, of course, my PlayStation decided to uh, download and install the Fallout 76 update first. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> It's telling you what you have to play. Yeah, maybe maybe I do have to check in on that. Fuck. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff happening. Yeah. I'm trying to, uh, or I'm looking forward to all the end of the year stuff. Oh, yes. Especially ours. It'll be fun. Yeah. So there's a lot of lot of cool things happening, too, because it's also the end of the decade. So you're seeing, yeah. you'll be seeing some, you know, end of the decade lists, which is cool. I think we'll talk about doing our own sometime early yeah. next year we'll do that once we're satisfied with the games that we've played in the decade mm-hmm. yeah because there's certainly a, a few that i would like to try to play some mm-hmm. of um so yeah well, lots of good stuff happen also we didn't say at the top uh, happy 25th to playstation yeah we'll talking about some good stuff at the end yeah yeah that's mm, mm-hmm. you know what I just thought of something that I'm just gonna pop on you at the end of the podcast okay and it's gonna yeah it's gonna be fun alright look forward to it. Uh, but before we get to that there is actually some news this week in the world of PlayStation we're gonna start off with Destiny 2 their season roadmap for uh, season two called the season of dawn yeah has come out uh showing off some of the rewards you'll be able to obtain via the season pass showing off new pvp modes such as elimination and then and some maps coming back to uh the pvp rotation uh yeah destiny 2 keeps doing their thing what do you what do what do you think about? I think the uh, uh, well, I think some of the new weapons look cool. Like if you watch the season of Dawn trailer, uh, some of the weapons they were showing off just look f- so much fun to play. Uh, so I really want to maybe try to get some of them. Um, you know, elimination, all that seems cool. They're bringing back um, an old school Destiny One map. I'm forgetting the name of it though, uh, but it's kind of a classic map, which is cool as well and uh a new pve six player pve mode sundial which visually looks really neat 
Uh, however, I just hope it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, like menageries are cool. The Vex Offensive's cool. I hope this is somehow different than the Vex Offensive because it just looked like you're just going with a bunch of players fighting more stuff, which is fun. But, you know, spice it up. That's what I'm hoping, mm-hmm. at least with that. So I will definitely be checking some of that stuff out. It seemed like they're incorporating... Um, oh, God, the, the guy from uh, Curse of Osiris. Saint 14? Yeah. I've heard his name being yeah. talked about a lot. Yeah, so it seems like they're bringing him in to some of the more story-focused content, which could be neat. Mm. So, yeah, lots of lots of cool stuff happening with, with Destiny, and then also they're probably going to have their... Uh, Christmas event, yeah. They typically have the the dawning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think these whole seasons have been working out really well. Yeah how do you, how do you feel that they've done since they have separated from Activision? I mean, I feel like they've done a good job because I just feel like they're very focused with their content approach, and it seems like we're getting like new meaty stuff to kind of chew into uh every what is it three four months mm-hmm. which is nice because they used to basically put out a an expansion that you would pay for and then you know maybe there'd be a little stuff here and there and then boom something in like april there's a big update mm-hmm. and you gotta wait for the new game or the new expansion i feel like now they're kind of in a more of a groove where they they're just dropping you know here, here's some new exotic quests to go after. Here's new game modes, new PvP stuff, new maps. You know, mm-hmm. dig into it. There's, there's a lot to do in Destiny now that Shadow keeps out, an almost overwhelming amount of things to do, which is cool. So, looking forward to this stuff. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking to get into Shadow Keep here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do some Vex offensives and stuff like that when, whenever you get into it. Yeah. Some nightmare hunts, which are cool, because there's uh, different difficulty tiers to them, too. I haven't done any of the harder stuff. Just You know what else has hunts and difficulty tiers? What? Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> really? I haven't engaged with any of the hunts, and apparently there are some cool cosmetic things you can get from that. Mm. I also... Just learned that in my free company house, I can create my own room. So I can have my own room in the house, and I can furnish it. And now that's a part of the game that I want to engage in. <laughs> it's like you got fucking Animal Crossing in here. You're, you're fishing, Dude. you're mining, you got your own house that you're decorating. Jesus. Nice. Hey, it's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... Alrighty, well, we've got an acquisition to talk about. I've not heard of this, but I feel like in the racing genre, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, Codemasters, makers of games such as F1 and Grid, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. They have acquired Slightly Mad Studios, who makes Project Cars. Yeah. That seems like... A good a good match, but also is Codemasters gonna be the only place I go for this kind of racing game where yeah. it has multiple disciplines and a simulation tint to it? I yeah. mean, there is G Gran Turismo, but who knows when we're gonna get another one of those. Mm-hmm. They just put out spec B for GT Sport. And I like GT Sport and all. But Project Cars is definitely uh 
a, another level of simulation when it comes to racing games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I feel like with all the different disciplines is something that really set Project Cars apart mm-hmm. from Gran Turismo, Forza, um, and even... Uh, so, Codemasters, to me, when I think of them, I obviously think of racing, but I think of Dirt and F1 before I think of, you know, Grid, which is their more, um, you know, you got your... Diff- different disciplines of racing in there, more, mm-hmm. more motorsport focused. Um, so I wonder if Slightly Mad will be moving on to that franchise because they're obviously very good at doing that. Mm-hmm. And Codemasters kind of has the F1 and the dirt games down. So maybe they all kind of rise up there a little bit with that. Who knows? But also, I feel like this is a little bit of. Uh, eliminating the competition yeah because they can and because they you know have many different franchises that are successful and i feel like project cars has kind of come along and eaten a little bit of their lunch a little bit Mm -hmm. like there's even uh you know a little bit gran turismo and turn 10 with forza motorsport yeah i mean it kind of kind of stinks in a way because this could be the end of the project cars franchise but yeah, unless they I'm roll cur- it into yeah. grid i'm or- curious to see what uh what Copemasters does with slight the mad yeah if they just let them do their thing just just you know under them now but uh yeah unless they you know it's like hey we just own them now but they get to still they still get to make their game it's yeah. just that we have we make money from it now. right unless you know Codemasters is like, all right, you guys can keep doing your own thing. You, we get a Project Cars three, maybe because they're owned by Codemasters, they can dump a little bit more resources into it, which is cool. But then, or maybe they share engines. Maybe, maybe this is yeah. a move that uh, Codemasters too. is like, hey, we like that Project Cars engine. We're curious to see how that would work in making some of our games. Yeah, yeah, that could be a possibility. I think though, if if they allow slightly mad to keep making project cars that Codemasters should not make grid mm. because they're sort of similar in project cars is far superior or they just make grid into more of an arcade racer which it already seems to be yeah like could, it, could it doesn't grid does not at least from what i've seen of it does not seem to be a simulation type of game yeah it's kind of down the middle Mm-hmm. It's a little bit simulation, a little bit arcade. Yeah, they're trying to hit that uh, Forza Horizon mark, aren't mm-hmm. they? Except just on tracks. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, maybe Grid do- does go more of the arcade route because they don't really have an arcade racer to mm-hmm. compete with. Forza Horizon's the only one I can really think of that's popular. Yeah. So, interesting. Code hey, Masters. but uh, uh, the Crew 2 free this weekend. Oh, God. I forgot about the Crew 2. I didn't no. put it in the news, but the Crew 2 free this weekend <laughs> if you want to go try that shit out. Oh, God. No, let's not. I remember, I believe when Evolution, when Sony shut Evolution down, Codemasters picked them up. Or at least a lot of developers from them, so... Codemasters is still serious about their racing games, which is nice. I mean, I feel like their games feel good. Yeah, they certainly know what they're doing. Um, let's let's just hope that they, you know, allow slightly mad to 
continue making something mm-hmm. something cool yeah or that would be a slightly mad thing to do <sighs> let's move on um <laughs> to even more depressing news playstation is no longer interested in making handheld consoles all right the dude. subhead here mobile gaming is too strong Uh, Let's see. Here's a quote from Jim Ryan. PlayStation Vita was brilliant in many ways, and the actual gaming experience was great, but clearly it's a business that we're no longer in now. (sighs) What do you make of this? It makes sense. I feel like uh, having a... Even Nintendo, they don't have a dedicated handheld console they have a switch mm-hmm. which is a totally different thing which can do more things than your well it can do different things that your phone can't do right uh, and yeah it's it's a totally different beast and I just don't I don't see anything that you could play on Vita that you couldn't figure out a configuration to play on a mobile device yeah yeah or a PS4 yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen so many indie games also come to Vita, and they might be best played on Vita, but they were also on PS4 as well. Yeah. So. And the like, there was a promise there, sort of an integration that you could have had between the Vita and the PlayStation 4 that just never really clicked. Yeah. Definitely, and you know, it's been very clearly documented where Sony kind of went wrong with the Vita, the memory cards and its support. Oh god, the memory cards. All, all sorts of stuff. They I they, like they say it was a little too late to put it out and they might not be wrong in saying that cuz mobile game was certainly popular even when the Vita Vita launched, but they also just kind of left it out there to die mm-hmm. a little bit. Like they didn't have a lot of studios supporting it, but at the same time you know, PS4 was right around the corner, and of course, that's your big shiny thing. You really want people to support that, and you know, I I would think you would want Naughty Dog making a PS4 game over a Vita game, mm-hmm. but you also want them to make a Vita game too. And it's just like it put what them was in that? a really fight for fortune. Spot. Was um, was a Vita game right? Was that a Vita game? I know that I know Uncharted: Golden Abyss was, but that was Sony Ben. I know. Was that? Fight what, for Fortune was that is a, an Uncharted game. Was that a mobile game? It might. I think it was a mobile game. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It, I just wonder if Sony put muscle behind the Vita in terms of first-party support. Oh much, no, no, no! Fight for Fortune was also a Vita game. Was it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. I, I really thought that was. Did a they make game. two Vita games? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Shit. I guess so. But yeah, I just wonder if if Sony put, you know, first party muscle behind the Vita like they did with PS4, like Nintendo does with the Switch, if I I just feel like this quote would be different. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's just a game because I feel like if they did that, then the PS4 might not have had the success that it's having now. What I will say about the Vita is that it is a great device to play PS1 classics on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the Vita is a great, great device. I think, you know, a lot a lot of everyone's going to look back on the Vita and always wonder what could have been. Yeah. The hardware it, is good. Yeah. 
it it, it just it wasn't hardware. like integrated in a way into like the environment right. in a way that you'd like it to be right i mean it was it felt good to play um that screen was amazing i mean even some of the online experiences like i, I remember playing um kill zone on it and mm-hmm. playing like deathmatch team deathmatch online it's just like wow you know it, yeah it's not as cool as kill zone shadowfall on ps4 but i'm still playing a first person shooter here and it feels cool like yeah i mean it it had everything except the games and few few other things like the memory cards I've, the memory cards really botched dude it. that was that is i don't know what the fuck they were mm, thinking doing that it's just absurd it's criminal do. So I don't ever, I really don't ever see Sony uh, getting back into handhelds. Yeah. I, I mean, know, I know mm-hmm. there's some people out there that are saying they could see Sony doing it. They're crazy enough to do it, but I just don't think they are anymore. I, I would see them focus more on making a, a line of phones that are more geared toward the PlayStation audience. Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's, it's a different Sony. I think that they are still i mean we'll see too but still invested in vr and still invested in console gaming and handhelds don't really have a place in in it anymore i don't think you know if nintendo put out just another handheld just purely handheld i i don't think it i think it would do better than the vita but I still don't think it would be doing as good I mean, as did. the Switch is. Did, did you not see the Switch Lite? Yeah. That's I, a, that's a, that's a yes, handheld. Yes, it is. It is, <laughs> yes. But if that was a different machine, mm. you know, and it didn't play Switch games. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of a different market. Like, I think there's a place for handhelds, but not as big as these companies want them to be. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing a hybrid thing like Nintendo's doing, which is pretty genius when you look at it now indeed it's sad let's stay sad tyler yeah uh you know gwent was on console i mean it is on console but they're discontinuing support for the console version of gwent starting next week yeah i thought this was a weird story when i read it very very strange yeah not that long ago. I, I wonder, you know, obviously it's probably due to the player count. just isn't there. Um, but, man, it's crazy. I think you can still play it on your phone. Oh, no, no. It's coming. Uh, okay, so it's on iOS currently. It's on PC. And it's coming to Android devices soon. But I guess the console versions, they're like, hey, it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. So if you have the console version, they will give you like a code so you can go download the PC version if you want. But I still think that kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be available until August 9th, 2020. Yeah. So, um, and it'll still function up until August 6th, 2020. So is this game just going to poof, go away? I mean, I would think that if you that if you bought it and you could still play it at least offline, I don't know. Yeah, I, who I'm knows not sure. in this day and age anymore mm-hmm. that stuff. Kind of a shame because yeah, I feel like it very short lived. I mean, this was kind of a game that once The Witcher Three launched, everyone loved playing Gwent, and 
people were asking for a standalone Gwent game, so they make it, <laughs> and now they're shutting it down like fairly quickly. I, I would love to know if CD Projekt Red has numbers of how many people in The Witcher 3 are playing Gwent versus the actual Gwent game. Yeah. And you just go like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. It's five times in The Witcher 3. I don't know. But I'd love to see I mean, maybe they should have instead tacked on a Witcher 3 multiplayer Gwent thing maybe. rather than make an entirely new right. application. Right. Yeah, maybe that would have been a smarter play. Tyler, earlier you mentioned in the running for Game of the Year, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Oh, yeah. And now it appears that there's going to be a Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yeah. Uh, There's some leaks, some art, some, uh, I I believe, some trophies slash achievements leaking out there about Resident Evil 3. I... Hmm... Yeah. It's not. Uh, I saw another thing. This isn't happening at the Game Awards, according to Jeff Keighley. Interesting. I believe I this happened. He responded in some sort of AMA or Reddit mm. post or something like that. I wonder if he's just saying that, but at the same time, I, I feel like Jeff Keighley says what he means mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, uh, you know, I wonder if he's just saying that for the surprise because it's leaked or something, but yeah. who knows? I mean, apparently there... Mm, a later story here, there have been no leaks, according to Jeff Keighley. Wow. Okay. I mean, if he's saying that, then then I believe him when he's saying that Resident Evil 3 won't be there, although I think that's the perfect place to announce it, uh, because it... Apparently this game is on track for a 2020 launch, is the rumors right now, which is fucking nuts considering the Resident Evil 2 remake came out this year. So Capcom had to have greenlit this game while Resident Evil 2 was in development and just being like, Resident Evil 2 is looking pretty fucking good. Let's just do three. Yeah. People want three. Let's maybe have a, have a quick turnaround. We can capitalize on the success of two. That RE engine yeah. making some gross shit. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I've never played Resident Evil 3, so, yeah, I mean, my history with Resident Evil is weird. I've played 5, 7, and 2, <laughs> so I haven't played the first one. I've played parts of 4. Okay. I haven't played all of 4. All right. I never played 6. Hmm. So, I'm looking forward to playing through 3 for the first yeah. time in this new I just hope it's, if it's anywhere near as good as Resident Evil 2, I'm pleased. Uh, I guess on the back of this no leaks for the game awards apparently there will be 10 new games announced at the game awards man i'm trying to even think of what could be there because the game awards you know typically there's some smaller announcements but then sometimes you are completely shocked by how major of an announcement is there you know. Well, according to GameSpot here, uh, one of the games is the first project from WolfEye Studios, which was founded by former directors of Arcane. Okay. So we'll see All right. if that is something we're interested in. Yeah, I mean, that could that could be neat. Uh, I, I guess I'll wrap up the rumors here. Do it. Uh, it looks like Untitled Goose Game is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. Uh, 
there is a report here on GameSpot that suggests December 17th. Yeah. So that... That game's... You know what? That puts it that puts it in contention now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um man. Well, I mean, what do you uh what do you think could be announced at the game awards? Oh, I, just, I can't God. even think of anything. I mean, obviously there's some studios out there Rocksteady, but I'm tired of picking Rocksteady for this shit. Yeah. Like announce your fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt we will probably hear about it next year, probably waiting for new consoles. But, you know, I, I just don't I'll, I'll say this. I'll feel really surprised if we're getting anything huge with new consoles around the corner. Um, hmm. So uh, CD Projekt Red announces a side game for Cyberpunk They're Since they bought the rights to Netrunner. They're going to re. They're going to release their own version of their Netrunner card game. Hmm. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man. I really can't think of anything. I mean, besides maybe some DLC or something. Like, there's one more Smash character to be revealed. Yeah. Can totally see that happening. Completely see that happening. Um. You know, maybe... I uh, See, I don't even know if they would do that just because Sony's kind of changed their their ways of maybe like a Ghost of Tsushima trailer. That game's kind of went dark for a long time. Yeah, I, I wonder if they like retargeted that for next gen. Yeah, who knows? I mean, didn't they originally say that was coming to PlayStation 4? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it still will be, but yeah, it doesn't have a dual release or something like mm-hmm. that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could maybe see that game coming back just because we literally haven't heard We're about gonna it. We're going to get the Horizon so sequel announced. <laughs> announced at the Game Awards? Uh, I don't know about that one. I think Sony Sony wants to save some of those big guns. Um, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just an interesting time because we know of some major games which maybe we'll see some of them some from Doom or Final Fantasy 7 or Cyberpunk who knows um, but it's just a weird time you know why The Last of Us Part 2 doesn't have multiplayer because they're making a separate standalone multiplayer Last of Us game mm, maybe they were hiring or whatever um, maybe who knows yeah either way I'm I'm looking forward to the game awards. It's always a goofy time. We'll be talking about it. Yeah, next we'll week. probably next week we'll probably record about the games we've been playing and then probably stop and then pick up recording after the game awards. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have some hot takes. Yes. Some fresh hot some takes. Some spicy hot takes. Yeah. Definitely. Um yeah. I'm looking forward to though just jumping back to Resident Evil 3. That comes out playing through that with you, because mm-hmm. two was a lot of fun to play, yeah. and this one has another big, big man chasing you. Oh god! So let's fucking go. Let's go. Yeah, that should be fun. Do we uh, actually we, sticking with Resident Evil really quick? Do we see anything from that Project Resistance game? Oh yeah, huh? Maybe. That yeah, that's definitely a, a possibility. Do we see? Uh, slightly Mad Studios game. Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, they've been chewing on something for a while. Yeah. This could be a possibility. I mm. would like that. Certainly. Codemaster swooping in right before they announce. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got some solid announcements to go along with these rumors. Uh, first of which, Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, and the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance tactics each have release dates. Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, coming out on console January 28th. To, uh, yeah. And then Dark A- the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is coming February 4th. Okay. Dark Crystal, is that a Netflix thing? You know. they did do the show. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell Dark Crystal is. Yeah. Pillars of Eternity 2, did you play that one? Dude, it's on my backlog, man. Okay. Cool. That's you that's a that's a commitment. One. Yeah, that's a commitment. Yeah, I mean, fucking Obsidian makes long games, dude. So at least these these yeah old CRPG like games are yeah. fucking long. Except for I mean, the one shorter game they made, Tyranny, was one of my favorite games. From it actually might still be my favorite Obsidian game. Oh wow, hmm. Obsidian's so good, dude. Yeah, I really hope. Microsoft doesn't fuck them up. <laughs> and then we have a release date for Persona 5 Royal coming March 31st. All right. This is a new version of Persona 5 that you will have to pay $60 for even if you own Persona 5, but wow. it will include some new characters and some new story stuff. So instead of being 100 hours long, it's 150. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Probably something around that. Uh, Weird that they're, you know, not giving anything out to the players of Persona 5 that bought that game. Mm Mm-hmm. But sure, fine, whatever. All righty. And that does it for news. We have some new games coming this week. I'm going to scroll down and see if there's just too many video games. God damn it. How many is too many? Give me a number. Wow. With Don't look at it. Just give there's, me a number. There's a lot of video games. Oh, you fucker. You looked. I did look. <laughs> do we want to go through all of them? You know or what? do we just want to read titles? Fuck it. Let's and, just do and it. And say something. You, all right. Well, get us started then. You'll set the tone for the rest of yeah. this shit. Oh, man. There's some bangers, though, looking at this. Uh, Ancestors to Humankind Odyssey. Oh, boy. Explore Africa 10 million years ago as you expand your clan and evolve to the next generation in Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, a new third-person open survival game from the creator of Assassin's Creed. Um, Definitely look this game up before you buy it. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's probably not what you think, and it does (laughs) Mm -hmm. not look the greatest. Um... Okay. All right. We have Arise, a simple story. Man, this looks similar to something else we've had. Yeah. Shit. Set out on an emotional journey through the bittersweet lives of two people where memories come alive and time bends to your will. Lose yourself in moments of happiness and overcome every hardship as you relive your life story. A story of joy and sorrow. A simple story. 
Sony was pushing this game in their latest state of play. Ah, that might be it. So it could be a good game. Uh-oh. We shall see. Uh, Big Pharma on PS4. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Jeez. Fuck. Big Pharma is part business sim, part logistics puzzle. It's one thing to work in the lab perfecting new formulas, but converting the sciencey stuff into cold, hard cash means bringing an engineering and business mind to the problem. Factory space is expensive, and those fancy new agglomerators in centrifuges don't always slot nicely together. This, uh, no. Okay. Oh, that Blair Witch game is coming to PlayStation 4. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's also on Xbox Game Pass. It is. Which might be the way I play this, but now that it's on PS4, I can talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, I downloaded it on Xbox, but I haven't played it. Hmm. Inspired by the cinematic lore of Blair Witch, experience a new story-driven psychological horror game that studies your reactions to fear and stress. With just your loyal dog, Bullet, by your side, navigate your way through a cursed forest that warps and distorts both time and space. Stand against the horrors of the Blair Witch and the decaying sanity of a man burdened by his past. Maybe we should play this together. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Could be fun. Uh, Classic Snake Adventures on PS4. Jesus. A 4K reboot of the classic retro game Snake introduced in 1997. (laughs) Exactly what I want. Snake in 4 fucking K. Remade with a gorgeous hand-drawn 2D art and 3D snake, which which, which can bend and change size and speed during gameplay. As it should. A state... Of the art game with retro beloved gameplay of Snake 97. Oh, fuck yeah. Snake 97. Tyler. This next one. Cuisine Royale. Oh, man. Oh, wow. We picked a hell of a week to read these, motherfuckers. I'm glad we read these. Cuisine Royale is a brutal multiplayer, last man standing shooter with realistic weaponry, mystic traps, and demonic rituals. Draw bloody mystic seals of, of or conduct ancient rituals to heal allies. Slow down enemies, set numerous traps, summon zombies, and more. <sighs> wow. Why is it called Cuisine Royale? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't get that. I was expecting like a food fight yeah, game. Me too. Me too. Uh, Earth Knight on PS4. Night is in nighttime. Earth Knight is an illustrated, procedurally generated platformer that takes place in a dystopian future just after the dragon apocalypse. Sydney and Stanley have had enough. They've decided to skydive back down to the planet, taking out as many dragons as they can. Jump and dash your way across the backs of dragons on your way down to earth in a classic 2d scrolling action side scrolling action okay a lot of these games going for an old look and feel here uh this next one no different fight and rage i wonder what game that's kind of like (laughs) yeah seriously Set in a far future where humans are enslaved by mutants, Fight and Rage is a side-scroller beat-em-up inspired by the classics from the 90s arcade games. In a world where the law of the jungle prevails, two humans and a mutant rebel are willing to fight in order to stop this madness. 
Next up is Hatsune Miku VR. How many of these fucking games are there? I feel like there's always there's at least three Hatsune Miku. Hatsune games Miku was very popular. Yeah, no doubt. There is a, a car in Super GT that is fan spawn. Well, it is fa- fans vote to for the decals on it, and it is a Hatsune Miku car <laughs> in the GT 500 class of Super GT. All right, that's pretty awesome. I want that in F1. You get to fucking <laughs> get anime girls on F1 cars. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. You know what? Red Bull would do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, world famous virtual singer Hatsune Miku invites you to her VR music game. Aim for the perfect score as she sings and dances to some of the most iconic songs. Choose a song and catch the melody symbols as they fly from the speakers. You can also turn the symbols off and just enjoy watching Miku sing and dance. Okay. I just imagined Ferrari having a horse girl on their car. Yeah. It'd be fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> next up is Hero Land. You're invited to a magical theme park where anyone can be a hero except for you. You just work there, conjured from your 16-bit dreams by the legends of Japanese RPGs. The whimsical tale of princes and part-timers guarantees excitement that cannot be forgotten. Next up is Immortal Planet on PS4. Immortal Planet is an action RPG with challenging combat that rewards patience and punishes recklessness. Explore the crumbling remains of a society of immortals trapped in an endless cycles of rebirth. Fight your way to discover the planet's mystery and escape its curse. Okay, we PlayStation needs to have a fucking filter for games like this next one. It's a fucking jigsaw puzzle oh game. My. Like, what the fuck? This is the kind of shit you see on Steam, yeah. on mobile. Seriously. This is, does not belong on our consoles. Jigsaw Solace. Greed. Shame. Jigsaw. <laughs> jigsaw puzzle game for the whole family. Welcome to Jigsaw Solace, a calming and relaxing puzzle experience with six different themes to choose from. Four different difficulty size to adjust at any time while playing and 30 high quality puzzle images Uh, motherfuckers just go buy a jigsaw puzzle seriously last time I did a jigsaw puzzle I was very drunk Uh, my now wife's not was not very happy with me at the time Because I was not very helpful. Uh, Next up is Saga Scarlet Grace. Ambitions. PS4. With the fate of the world uncertain, follow the journey of Yerpina, Teria, Balmont, and Leonard as they call on their might and set out to carve a new future. Take charge to shape your own adventure with the ultimate freedom of choice. Oh, dude, I don't... Wow, the the art of this next one's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, Simularica is the next game on the list. Simularica is an interactive FMV horror game about exploring a missing woman's phone. From the creators of Sarah is Missing, recover the lost files, piece back corrupted data, and retrace her final steps. Find her before it's too late. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ski Jumping Pro VR. <laughs> Ski Jumping Pro VR delivers the sheer thrills of hurdling 
down a snow-packed ski ramp like no other game. Enjoy the sensation of incomparable height and speed, the ultra-realistic VR experience, and full single-player career mode make ski jumping pro the ultimate winter sports simulation. It just makes me wonder if Steep ever got a VR mode. Yeah. I don't think we should play steep. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking go down. It was some free for that one month. Of, mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation plus. Yeah. I think I added it. I wonder how many copies these games sell on PlayStation VR. Dude. I don't know, man. I hope the new VR thing is better. Yeah. Uh, space blaze is the oh, next fuck. game here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Space Blaze taps into that old school sideways scroll and shoot 'em up by leading you through seven challenging levels filled with action. There are three different weapon systems with a single mega weapon for each. And don't forget that classic 80s games feature a giant boss to shoot it out with at the end of each level. Next up is Stardust Odyssey on PlayStation VR. The evil of the abyss is back, and it is up to you to stop the threat. Steer alone or with a friend through 14 colorful levels filled with treasures and secrets. Explore the forgotten lands of Stardust Odyssey and thwart the traps set by the Guardians using powerful spells. Combine their effects to overcome gigantic bosses with fearsome capabilities. Mm. All right. We've got Star Ocean First Departure R coming out this week. Space Date 346. Our tale begins on the primitive planet of Roke, where Roddick lives in the peaceful and uneventful town of Kratos. A member of the village's local defense force learns of a mysterious disease in the neighboring town. Those infected turn to stone, but continue to live on in a petrified state. Thus, the story of Star Ocean begins. Is this like a remaster or something? I think it might be. I don't know. I don't know about all all of the JRPGs, Tyler. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Tools up. PS4. Tools Up is an exciting party co-op. Wait, what? Tools Up is an exciting party co-op, letting you test your renovation and teamwork skills. Paint walls, tear off wallpaper, and move couches against the clock. Home renovation has never been so much fun. Mm. No, no, no. We got a racing game here. It appears <laughs> called Tracks. T R A X. Build fast, fun, and challenging tracks with the track builder and mix it up with your own track designs. Choose pieces of track and assemble new and exciting circuits or pick one from the 12 included pre-built world race tracks. Play against your friends or play against the computer. Choose from four classic cars and customize, and then customize your ride. You know, I wish there were more than four cars in yeah, a racing game. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. Uh, next up, it is, looks it it looks to me here that this is a Ferrari, mm-hmm. uh, four five eight, I believe, and then behind it is the same vehicle. We only see one of the four cars on the cover art here. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna have four cars and say that in your description, you should make those four cars apparent. Yeah. <laughs> like. What for are the other are the other three cars going to be Ferraris? Wouldn't like, shock me. Are we going to get are we going to get that Ford versus Ferrari action here? Mm, I still want to see that. 
Uh, next up is Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. Mm, okay. Where the Water Tastes Like Wine is a narrative adventure game about traveling, sharing stories, and surviving manifest destiny. Featuring gorgeous hand-drawn illustrations, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine combines 2D visuals with 3D overworld US map. This game got some very good uh, reviews when it came out. Yeah, I am very curious yeah. about this one. It's just a shame that it came out in a week where there's so much other crap. <laughs> crap, such as winter sports games, win tournaments and master challenges in six tense disciplines. Play by yourself or with up to four players at your home. No runny nose after every competition. Whether you enjoy skiing, barreling down an ice track in a bobsleigh or sled, or calmly sliding the stones across the ice and curling. You can have it all here. Uh, last game. Finally made it. Wizards of Brandel on PS4 and Mina also crossed by. Uh, you wake up and notice that your house is gone. Retrieve your life back through a new adventure in a fantasy RPG. The young wizard Darius loses his house after he fails to make a loan repayment and ends up living for free in a house of a wanted sorcerer. Okay, this two, these two things don't really seem to go together, mm. but sure. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. You can listen to a Mariah Carey Merry Christmas. Sure. Oh. I mean, I feel like that happens every year. Yeah. Also watch Brad Pitt in Ad Astra. Sure, I guess so. I don't know. How about Stallone and Rambo? Last now, blood. Let's, let's stop doing this. Let Stallone rest. Yeah. He must have needed a paycheck. Yeah. He probably wanted a pool or something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that is, oh. is what's happening. Also just seeing right here down at the bottom latest news on PlayStation Blog Dreams Early Access near its end and they're going to have the Impies oh yeah the Impy Awards yeah that's that should be interesting Uh, good way to highlight some of the better creations that are in Dreams yeah yeah and maybe I'll go back and play some of the stuff there Uh, but yeah 25th anniversary of PlayStation Tyler yeah I've got a thing for you sure it's December. Up. Yeah. And December 25th is Crimbus. Okay. I'm going to give you a PlayStation character, and you're going to give them a Christmas gift. Oh. Okay. Kratos. Who? What would you give Kratos for Christmas? Family. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, you'll give dark. a you'll give him a gift card to Olive Garden because when you're there, yeah you're yeah <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes that's that's what I would do. Mm. All right, let's see. What would you get, Ratchet? Ratchet. Oh man. Hmm. <sighs> You gotta imagine that he's got his tools already. Like, everyone's like, hey, your name's Ratchet. I'm gonna get you a tool. Yeah. Does he have a tool belt? He's probably got a tool belt. Oh, man. I mean, he's a mechanic, right? He works on spaceships. You know what? I'll get get Ratchet 
a fucking a nice meaty Home Depot gift card. Okay. In case any one of his tools breaks. Okay. Or he needs some material, mm. maybe for that spaceship. Mm. Gift cards is gifts. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay. Does the Home Depot exist in the Ratchet and Clank universe? You know, it's probably some. some there's something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What would you get? Mm, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Jack. Some liquor. How about Daxter? Some condoms. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like Jack, He. I feel like he just needs some liquor and just chill out. And then Daxter needs some condoms so he can go... F- Cause he's always horny, man. Yeah, he is, man. Dax, Daxter oh, just wants to get it on. Yeah, when you think, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, they're both over here spewing their eco everywhere. Hmm. All right. I fucking miss Jack and Daxter. Yeah, those were Come damn on, good Sony. I know Naughty Dog won't make it, but fucking give it to somebody, man. Make a new Jack and Daxter. What do you get Dr. Neocortex for Christmas? Dr. Neocortex. Fuck. He's always so mad all the time. So I feel like you either got to get him something that'll play into that or something that'll just piss him off. Okay. What's something that'll piss him off? Hmm. Fake crystals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's a yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of like coal, you know, yeah, he's being a bad boy, we'll we'll put some some fake crystals in there. Yeah, stuff like that that he, All that right. he wants. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. What do you get, Joel? The bad dad, <laughs> the worst dad in video games. Oh man. Uh, I feel like I feel like Joel needs like a fucking. I don't know, a stress ball, something to just squeeze, something to punch. I don't know. He's always so, you know, he, it's a very stressful life. He's always kind of down. He just needs something to just kind of keep him a little calm, keep his mind off of things. Mm. You know, having to deal with, with Ellie and live in this world seems a little hard. But also, I would get Ellie a lie detector test for Joel. So she would, or she would, you know, I would, I would pay for her for mm. Joel to get a lie detector test for Ellie. All right. Although she already probably knows. Okay. <laughs> Last one here. Okay. What would you get the King of the Cosmos from Katamari? Katamari. Oh God. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking, I'd give him Donald Trump. Oh just, no! Just roll up Donald Trump. No, roll no. I'm talking. I'm talking the king of the cosmos, the guy who's like being a dick and making you go and roll all this shit up. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, I never played. Oh, yeah, all right. Then we'll have to do another. But one. so I was thinking of the guy. He just roll. Either way, I want to see Donald Trump just get rolled up. Like, <laughs> uh, what would I? Yeah, I don't know. What would you give him? Have you, have you played those? Hmm. Yeah, I I don't, you know, this might have been a tough one. Because he doesn't seem to be satisfied with anything. No. He doesn't. 
I feel like you need to give him like something that'll just fucking steamroll the whole planet. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him another galaxy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh all right. Hmm. Man, a lot of the you know the thing about video game characters, a lot of them don't have normal lives. <laughs> no. They, they don't. Oh, man. Let's see. How about... You know, I'm torn between Aloy and... You know, know what? Chloe Fraser. What do you get at Chloe? Oh, man. Hmm. 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 I feel like there's some... Some things you get her. I mean, she's kind of a naughty girl. Yeah. Maybe get her some lingerie. Mmm. I don't know. Mmm. You could do that because, you know, she maybe got, get she got her a little freaky with Nathan Drake over mm, here. Maybe get her a little vibrator. Yeah. A vibrato, yeah? Ah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. 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 I'd, what would you get Captain Quark? pocket pussy <laughs> okay all right wow yeah i feel like all he does is jerk off <laughs> yeah. that's why he's so happy all the time <sighs> oh boy well i think that does it <laughs> well yeah i mean well just thinking about back uh, 25 years of playstation like what's your first playstation memory oh fuck think um demo discs man i used to, like before my grandparents ever bought me a video game they bought me they uh got i think they did the magazine thing and got the demo discs yeah. to see what i liked i remember getting those i remember getting frustrated by metal gear solid on one of those demo discs because i was just too young to understand what the hell was happening yeah yeah i remember playing metal gear solid over at one of my friend's house and just being like yeah this seems very hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about but at the same time i was like dude you can hide in the locker and all this stuff like that's cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never, I never played through it myself, but yeah, I, I remember those very fondly, getting those demo discs. I, I remember getting the original PlayStation, that was like the first console I ever had, and I got Crash Bandicoot, but then I also got this fucking, what was it called, NASCAR Heat? Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was called, but, at, so Crash Bandicoot, you don't really have to control the camera. Yeah. And I, you know, I was young, so I didn't really understand the whole analog stick thing. Yeah. And so that's, you know, I, I wasn't very good. So I, I remember playing with my parents and they would hold the gas and then I would turn on the controller because <laughs> I just, I did, I couldn't get it. Uh, all right. Eventually, I obviously moved past it, but mm-hmm. I, I remember just very fondly sitting on the couch close to the TV doing that i remember that playing in a demo that dave mira bmx mm. and i kind of backed my way into tony hawk pro skater from there okay i actually played that on a demo disc before i played tony hawk pro skater mm. i remember playing tony hawk pro skater very fondly i had one of them i think it was i think i had three mm-hmm. i you know i i had one two three and four like those were like that was a series that, like, I kept up with as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
man, I just remember playing some some games like obviously Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, but do you remember like Fighting Force on the PlayStation? Yeah, I still have it. I mean, it's just a game you go around and you just play as various characters, and all you do is fight dudes and you get money. <laughs> That's it. And you just go through like all these different levels, and you're just fighting dudes. You can pick up guns, you can pick up knives, bottles, all sorts of shit. It was very violent. Thinking back on it, but I would play that game all the time. I would also, I also played this other game, um, and it was such a wild game for the license, but it was called NASCAR Rumble. And it was like, if you were to put, like, it wasn't the actual, like, NASCAR. I mean, it, like, fucking, like, Jeff Gordon's car was in the game. But they, like, made him, like, real arcadey. And then you were racing on, like, actual streets and stuff, going through all these wild fucking courses. They don't make anything like that anymore. But I played the shit out of that game all the time. Yeah. I remember I I was living with my aunt at the time, but my dad got me a Twisted Metal. Mm, yeah. And my... Oh, my God. My, the people I was living with at the time was like, really, you're getting your kid this? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I fucking loved it. Dude, me too. <laughs> fucking Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal 3 was the one that I played all the time. Mm-hmm. I did have two, but for some reason, I just gravitated towards three and just played it constantly. Those games were so much fun, dude. I mean, I will, I will forever associate Dragula with Twisted Metal. Absolutely, that's one one of the first things I think of yeah. when I think about those games. Um, and then you know, I think about the PlayStation Two. I honestly don't even remember getting the PlayStation Two. You know, mm. I, I played a fucking shitload of stuff on it, but I cannot remember like the first day when I got it mm-hmm. for some reason and it kind of makes me sad because I you know 25th anniversary is coming up I figured we'd talk about some of the stuff I was trying to think of like when I got to PlayStation 2 and I'm like fuck I can't even remember that yeah it's kind of sad but you know I remember playing a lot of stuff on there one of them Dynasty Warriors 4 and 5 I, I don't know why I was like obsessed with those games um, they were really cool Dynasty Warriors not that good anymore I mean, you can make the argument they were never really that good, but at least those games had had like fucking loop, and they were. It, it was fun too. At least in five, like you could play through. There were so many different characters, and you could play through the story, and it was a little bit different with every character. Mm-hmm. Still similar, but just a little bit different. I tried to play through with almost every character. So yeah. much fun. Yeah, PS2 for me was a lot of uh, burnout. Yes, and a lot of Ratchet and Clank. Yep. Those were, I mean, all three of those Sony mascot kind of franchise, Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. Jack and Daxter, Sly, uh, Sly Cooper. Cooper fucking played all those games, man. They're so good. And then, of course, God of War. I remember getting God of War and be like, I shouldn't be playing God of War. And then you see the see the titties, mm-hmm. like <laughs> damn titties, damn titties, <laughs> and you're like, dude, there's titties in the video game, and no one knows. And I'm playing this game. They didn't know it, and they bought it for me. <laughs> Fucking uh, that, that first boss in original God of War, like the Hydra or whatever, there's some serious button mashing you got to do. Mm-hmm. And I could not do it as at, at that time. And do you remember JC? Yeah. 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 We would hang out all the time and he was so good at button mashing and he finally got me past that boss. And then we played through that whole game together and it was such a good time. Mm-hmm. Such a good time. That was 
lot of fond memories with that. I think one of my favorite RPGs on PlayStation 2, which is funny because when you think of RPGs on PlayStation 2, you know, there's Final Fantasy X. Yeah. You know, JRP, good JRPGs and stuff. I think of the Lord of the Rings, the Third Age. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you play this game? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. fucking love this game. I would... F- give my left nut for them to remake this game or make something exactly like it because you you played like new characters but you were going through areas in the movies like you were playing in helms deep uh and all sorts of stuff and it was so much fucking fun and the battle system was cool cool fucking boss fights oh my god one of my favorite games ever on that on that system ps2 is great yeah um and yeah, PS3. It was a little bit weird, PS3. Yeah, I didn't get PS3 until, whatever, 2012 or 13, probably. Yeah, I think... I was it, an Xbox 360 person. Yeah, I think... Yeah, when I... Yeah, probably... I think PS3 was one of the first things I got when I moved out. Uh, When I went left for... Uh, the Air Force, I think that was one of the first systems I got. Like, I got myself a PS3 and an Xbox 360, and yeah. that's when I really started playing PS3 a lot more. Yeah. The first game I got on PS3 was a fucking God of War 3. Mm. First thing I got was Gran Turismo 5. All right. Because I'm, I'm just a racing guy, yeah. man. I like racing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember... I think the first new game at the time that I bought on PlayStation 3 of like a new release was definitely The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I remember just being so just blown away, obviously, playing that game, talking about it all the time. But man, what a game. PS3 is a good system, and there's so many amazing games on it. But man, that thing, I, I don't even want to think about how slow that fucking thing is now, you know? You know, you, you I still in, have one. Yeah, yeah, I still have mine. I mean, you 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 plug in like a fucking PlayStation or PS2. You put the game in, you're you're good to go. PS4, yeah, yeah it's an, it has its issues, but it's a lot more snappier and easy to use. But my God, you remember like just downloading an update? Do you remember opening or, the store in the PS3? Yes, it like half the time wouldn't even open. It was so slow to find anything. I mean, it's just the way the system was built. But my god such a dinosaur and like if you wanted to if you bought a game digitally you're stuck on that download screen you literally cannot do anything else on that system until that thing's mm-hmm. done and it just took forever to fucking install but yeah one thing i like doing on ps3 is is uh hovering over the game when you put it in and like mm-hmm. sometimes like music would start playing like the theme would sort of change that was always always cool. I was always excited to see what would happen. Like God of War had some big, big fat music blaring, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. That, that was a cool little little touch. I mean, yeah, PS3 was just not built the greatest. No, no. <laughs> there there are definitely some issues, but yeah, we got to where we are now. Yeah, definitely. And I've got to say, I've really enjoyed the PlayStation 4 so far. I'm sure we'll have a PS4 wrap-up once the new consoles yeah, release. But Definitely. Yeah. Uh, really quick, before we go, there was that whole tweet thing going around. I don't know if you saw it. it oh, no, like I four, didn't. Four What's questions. Up? I want to ask you, 
ask you then. Let me just pull it up really quick. I'm pretty sure I did something with it. From PlayStation UK. There's four questions. First thing that comes to mind. Here we go. Number one, first PlayStation game. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Number two, first PlayStation console. PlayStation. Number three, favorite PlayStation game. Um, (laughs) uh, mm, Rocket League. Okay. (laughs) Number four, favorite PlayStation console. I've got to say, this is PlayStation 4, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know it's, like, the most recent thing, but, like, I've, I really enjoy the PlayStation 4 a lot. Me too. Me too. I my Mine were exactly your first two answers, Crash Bandicoot and then original PlayStation, favorite PlayStation game. I'm going to go with God of War 2018. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that game. And, uh, yeah, PlayStation 4. It's hard to choose just because there's so many games, but to me, PlayStation 4 has an incredible library of games, and then it's also the best functioning console yes <laughs> so that's that's why i would choose ps4 but yeah what a brand mm-hmm. and i'm excited to see next year the next evolution of it yeah i just hope that the commercial versions of the playstation 5 do not look like those dev dev kits because oh, yeah, those dev absolutely. kits look ugly yes they do very ugly i doubt it. apparently the controller isn't changing much which Good, because I like the control. <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. I, I hope that there's a little bit more functionality put into the touchpad, though. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, some games, my favorite is The Witcher 3. Yeah. I mean, the way that game did did simple things on that touchpad. Like, just directional swiping. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I okay, I don't know what development like it is, but it doesn't right. appear to be that hard of a concept. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's such a cool, cool thing, so... Yeah, and and then you know Phil Spencer out there saying that this, he's got a Scarlet at home. It's his primary console. I'm like getting all excited now. Mm. Any fucking anytime could be. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah, it's, it's happy birthday, PlayStation. Yeah, and happy belated birthday to you. I didn't get, oh, catch you, you last week. Thank you. With that, uh, we're gonna be back next week. With some video games and with the game awards. Yep. <coughs> Until then, if you need to get in contact with us, you can do that via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. You just put up a video not too long ago. Yeah. A couple videos, actually, I think, are in the works, right? Yeah, we, or, we made Are one. they all out? Uh, the one that we made about the Game Awards, like some predictions, is going to be going up this weekend. All righty. Go and check those out. Give us ratings. Share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games. And PlayStation.